0: You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. Got a question about healthcare, dieting, exercising? Give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Ron Young. Good morning, London. It is a chilly morning out there, so I hope you have your coat with you. Uh, Of course, myself uh, uh, and the MedPoint team will be joining you every Saturday morning at 9.30 to discuss everything health and fitness related. Uh, I put it out to my team. I said, who wants to be on the radio uh, this week? Uh, Kate and Peter kind of had a battle, uh, a push-up competition, and of course, the obvious winner, Kate Lane, joining across from me right now. Kate, how are you?
1: Good this morning. It is cold out there. It was kinda cold rain. I didn't like that this morning. Um, but good anyway. Fall
0: is upon us. I mean the leaves are changing, yeah. wind's blowing. So
1: lots of colors, it's pretty. <laughs> make sure you
0: bundle up if you're going out for a morning run. Yeah. Um I want to talk first about the thirteen week challenge that's going on at Medpoint right now because we have uh uh Andrew Lawton and Tony Ross, uh obviously from AM nine eighty as well as Fresh FM uh here at the course station. And uh, they're doing the challenge as well as two uh, contestants who, who, who went through uh, our audition process and, and, and we chose, uh, our committee chose, uh, Melissa Tiller and Tiffany Kendall. And Kate is working with uh, Melissa right now. So, Kate, if you want to just fill everybody in on how she's doing.
1: Yeah, Melissa's doing really well. She's uh, really motivated to, you know, get some progress in this program. We're only three weeks in. Well, we just finished the third week. Of training and uh, she's doing really great Uh, she's starting to lose some centimeters around the hips and the thighs she's Mm -hmm. losing some body fat percentage Um, you know we're making the right progress so far so it's it's really awesome to see yeah she's motivated so
0: yeah and that that really makes our jobs really rewarding when we see uh, a client come in and no matter where they start you know they're working towards their goals we're helping them and that's a rewarding thing for us and uh, obviously, the clients getting out of it what they need. Uh, I want to encourage everyone to call in if you have a fitness or nutrition related question. The number is five one nine six four three two 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 two. You can also email myself. It's uh, Ron at Medpoint.ca. Uh, you know, just ask us anything if if it's something that's been on your mind for a couple weeks. Maybe you've been listening the past couple shows. Uh, I encourage you to call in. Um, so going back to the whole 13-week challenge thing, I know a lot of people have strength and weight loss goals, but we need to talk about some goals that maybe people don't see right away, maybe people uh, aren't aware of, as aware of, and it's this balance and stretching. And that kind of leads us into our first article here, Kate. This yeah. one's from the Globe and Mail. And what they're saying is stretching an exercise in nothingness, and now i'm not saying I'm not saying stretching's bad, but what the article specifically looked at was stretching prior to exercise
1: yeah yeah it's uh basically kind of looking at uh whether stretching is beneficial before exercise or not mm-hmm. um and uh this study does a good job of kind of explaining it uh ron what do you what does it say here?
0: Uh, Yeah. So the study that we looked at, I mean, volunteers uh, of the study ran in two, three kilometer races, one with 20 minutes of stretching prior to and the second without any stretching at all. And what they found was the group that ran the race who stretched beforehand ran at a much slower pace and felt like they had a greater level of uh, effort exerted Um, stretching prior to exercise. Let's face it. It's always been a bit of a controversial issue. Um, From my experience uh, and what I know, I can say stretching is effective, but only if it's done in a consistent manner. I think people who do it just before sport, just before a run, you can actually increase your likelihood of injury because of the way that the muscle spindles and and tendon is is responding to that stretch. But if you consistently stretch, give it that time, take aside 30 minutes, three to four times a week... Your muscles will lengthen as you stretch and they will be able to accommodate a greater range of motion as well as uh, help you with any injury prevention
1: yes yeah definitely it's important for prevention of injury I you know I'm a big believer in yoga um, I think you know taking that extra hour like three times a week mm-hmm. to do something that's specifically geared towards flexibility and strengthening the smaller muscle groups too because that's part of yoga as well. Um, I think that's really important because it definitely opens up the body. It helps with that prevention of injury, and I'm 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 a firm believer in it. I saw success from it myself with mm. a little shoulder injury and some knee issues. Like it helped get rid of those things for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. My brother's a drummer, and I know I know that stretching really helped him because you know his back can tighten up. I mean, anybody in the workplace, if you're sitting for a long period of time. Uh, if you have a tight, tight back, or maybe your plantar fascia is tight, right? Yeah, you can get a lot of issues hip with flexors that hip flexors. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of stretching has to be done on a consistent basis. Uh, it's important to also think of the mind body connection, because when we stretch, you know, our muscles are recognizing the new length. So Therefore, our, our brain can actually communicate with our muscle uh, cells a lot better and the responsiveness is there. And uh, I just think stretching is something that is often overlooked because people want the weight loss. Um, but, uh, you know, I encourage everybody to, to try it out. Just take, take a few minutes today, even try stretching early in the morning. When you get out of bed, you're, you know, maybe do it then.
1: When you're in front of the TV, too, Mm -hmm. like that's a good time at the end of the day when you're winding down. It's a good way of winding down because you are kind of relaxing into stretches Um, and that brings in how long to hold a stretch. Um, I've always been telling people, you know, 15 seconds is enough and now I'm realizing it's not. Um, it's it's actually recommended to hold a stretch for about twenty five seconds. Yeah, um, that's when you actually fully let the muscle relax into that stretch and really actually get the benefit from it.
0: Yeah, and I think it's important to note too, Kate, that people who don't hold a stretch for long enough, you know, they're kind of they're not doing themselves any favor. I mean, if you do a movement for and and hold it for five seconds, you, you know, and and think of it as a stretch, then. Your body doesn't recognize that as a stretch, right? So even though you think you're doing something, those muscles aren't given that time to fully relax, to fully get to the to to their you know full range, mm-hmm. and, and then some. Because yeah. what we're doing is we're trying to achieve more range. Yeah. So you know, stretching's a great thing. I encourage everybody to stretch three to four times a week, uh, especially uh, people involved in sports, because it is going to help you. But if you don't stretch at all. This is what we're taking from this article. Uh, you know, don't go doing it just before a uh, sport and think that it's going to do you some, any good.
1: Yeah, it might right? if you're going for a run or something like that, it might make you feel like you're working harder. So
0: <laughs> that yeah. might
1: not be something that you want while you're going for your run. Who wants to work harder anyway? Uh, right? You know, like I wouldn't, you know, necessarily want to. <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, I think we're going to take a quick commercial break. I want to encourage everyone to call. Uh, Obviously, the phone lines are open. It's 519-643-2222. Of course, you can email myself as well. It's ron at medpoint.ca. We'll be right back after this break. You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. The most interesting health news, advice, and your calls at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Once again, here's your host, Ron Young. Welcome back to the program. It's great having you listen here this morning. Uh, Of course, across from me, uh, the wonderful Kate Lane, kinesiologist at MedPoint. Uh, And each week, we're joining you at the 9.30, half-hour to give you all things health and fitness. If you have any questions, I want to encourage people to call in. If you have any emails, please email me, ron at medpoint.ca. When we left for the break, uh, we talked about this uh, stretching article that we looked at, and hopefully we kind of clear the air about that, because I think a lot of people have, you know, that misperception that I can stretch before a sport and I'll be all right. You know what I mean? So um, another interesting article that that Kate and myself want to get to is... uh, Another Globe and Mail article that came out a, f- a couple weeks ago, and it's: Is this idea, is weight gain inevitable? Is it something that I can't avoid because either my genetics dictate it, or you know, am I just doomed to this to this life of uh, of obesity or something like that? Right? Yeah. Um, in short, the the easy answer is no. It's not inevitable, but there are certain things as we age that can make us more prone to making poor lifestyle choices and certainly processes in our body like metabolism, uh, starts to slow down and that doesn't help. The age of 30 is usually when scientists believe our body stops progressing and starts to go, uh, on the decline and that's not to scare anyone. It is at a very slow rate and and if you do the right things like exercise and eat properly, it goes even slower. Um, it isn't inevitable, but the article does show that our body can be a roadmap. So going into this, Kate, I mean, you're not doomed to a life of, uh, you know, weight gain and, and fat and obesity. But certainly, if, if our genes and if our genetic makeup is that, that, you know, our family tree shows, uh, we have had issues with that, it can be a roadmap. If you follow yeah. that road... You're gonna go down that road. Yeah, right? I mean,
1: if you if you if you feel that you're you know gonna end up with those someday, and you're there's no way to fight that, then yeah, that's definitely gonna end up being your roadmap. But uh, it's definitely taking a look at yourself and what you can do mm-hmm. to avoid it.
0: And and there's a lot of people who feel that that learned helplessness, almost like almost defeated. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I'm at this point now. So what's what's even you know what's even the point right i'm at i'm at this stage in my life so what's the point
1: yeah i think like you know sometimes you go into these uh programs say like with medpoint where you're doing fitness and you're doing these sessions and maybe you're not necessarily seeing quite as much progress in your your body fat loss or something like that but there's all these other good things that are coming out of it too and it's mm-hmm. the emphasis is always on like losing weight and body fat percentage and that's good but at the same time, we need to focus on other things as a benefit too, which is, you know, preventing diabetes down the road, preventing mm. heart conditions down the road. So it is it, – there's more to it than just the weight loss.
0: Yeah, and, and with our, our healthcare system the way it is right now, I mean, Canada is one of the best in, in the world, obviously, Um I'm not saying that just because I'm biased, but we're, we're well taken care of. Let's face it, right? In the States, yeah. if somebody develops a disease or something like that, well, it's out of their pocket, yeah. right? Um, but, you know, we need to make sure that we are taking uh, those steps in order to make uh, a difference in our life. And, and just like we talked about last week on the program, Kate, it's that kind of thing where little steps now can make a big difference. Yeah, Our life choices really impact us and can have um, have a huge effect on things. I mean, we have to th- also think about, um, you know, instead of the caloric equation, uh, age-related weight gain may be better explained by the loss of vital factors such as hormones, nutrients, sleep, Um stuff like insulin sensitivity, uh, metabolic efficiency. We talked about that earlier and, and everything all kind of snowballs with this whole thing of stress. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe you're not sleeping right. Uh, and then maybe you're stressed out at work. Uh, and then could be that your hormones are out of whack, right? All these things can, can make us gain weight. And these are things that can be preventable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, like if you, if you get enough sleep at night, That can lead to feeling better throughout the day and having better, you know, feelings towards your day and not feeling as stressed. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely a vicious cycle. Um, It's a matter of maybe on the weekend rebalancing yourself out, find that sleep pattern again and maybe get some exercise so it does help with sleep, Mm -hmm. which I find that's that's what gets the cycle going in for the better is exercise because that's what helps me go lie down at at night and just Mm. go right to sleep. Like, yeah. I really find that really helps.
0: It just gets all your systems firing uh, better and, and, and certainly can, can tire you out as yeah. well. Um, at MedPoint, we use the Bod Pod, and it's a body composition testing machine uh, that can give us an idea how much fat mass you have, how much lean mass do I have. Uh, if you're not sure, I encourage you to check out our website, medpoint.ca. Go on there. Uh, this could be something that you're interested in because some people don't know. Right. And BMI, we know, is a flawed way to really dictate a person's overall health.
1: Absolutely. Also weighing yourself. That's not necessarily going to show you the progress that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And that can almost be you know detrimental to how you think of your progress. I think it's good to see the difference between... I'm losing body fat, but I'm not losing necessarily muscle mass Mm -hmm. and, you know, or I'm gaining muscle mass as I'm doing this program. And so that can kind of balance out your weight. Say I weigh 140 pounds yeah, and I start a program, I'm losing body fat while I'm doing this program, but I'm gaining some muscle mass. So maybe I balance out at 140 pounds. I, who knows, like it just depends on your body type and how much muscle mass you have and...
0: And, and going back to the whole BMI thing, I mean, the reason we say it's flawed is because you can be, you know, a five foot eight person, 185 pounds, uh, maybe you're doing muscle building or something like that, like competition. Uh, it will say that you're obese, even if a good percentage of your body is is muscle. So, I mean, it is an estimate. It is kind of saying, okay, you're this tall and you're this much weight. Well, you should probably be this weight. So that's kind of why we like to take it more of that science approach, uh, get them in the bod pod. We also have the metabolic testing unit that we can know somebody's exact resting metabolic rate, how many calories you're burning off at rest. And, and we can do do both of those uh, evaluations on you. Um, They come uh, separately as a service, so you can feel free to call MedPoint. It's 519-432-1919 and, and book in for one of those uh, if you're curious about that. So, so we've done stretching. We've done weight gain is inevitable. The next thing that we wanted to touch at, and I know we don't have a ton of time, but is these food label changes. So this was an article that we looked at and it's informing people how much added sugar. We want to get more information on those food labels. We want to... Uh, you know, make sure people are informed about the sugar intake that they're getting and about the nutrient breakdown. So, I mean, it's something that we see in, in clients and, and our, our family and friends, you know, right. you, you, you get them to look at a food label and it says, you know, what what am I even seeing here?
1: Yeah, like if you get a one serving uh, food item, say a yogurt container or um, a soup container it, it and that's a one serving meal, Sometimes the label will say for, you know, half a cup, this is how much calories you're consuming. But the whole container actually contains like a cup and a half. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're looking at it and you're like, so I'm only supposed to eat half a cup of this? Like, I I don't understand, you know, like it's it just they don't we need to make it so it's not confusing anymore. And
0: and do we exercise enough self-discipline? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I haven't had a Coke in. I don't know. Years. Yeah. I think on the label it says 120 milliliters. But every every can, if it's similar to every other can, it's 355 milliliters. Yeah. So you almost have to take that value that's on the Coke label and times it by three. And that's actually the amount that you're going to be consuming.
1: Yeah. Like it's I think it's 45 grams of sugar in Mm. like a cup of Coke. And think of how much is in a bottle, like a, even just like a one liter bottle of, of Coke.
0: Yeah. That's a lot of sugar. That's a lot of sugar. And we need to make sure that we stay away from it because, because of what we talked about in, in previous shows and, and different things. Um, if we can successfully change the label, I mean, then that's a big step forward. But my biggest question is, how long will this take to be implemented? Right? We know that food labels can can take a long time to be changed, and you're talking about auditing an entire system of labels. I mean, and, and kind of going through and and adding new values yeah. and reprinting and re you know. So how do we start with this change? Right? It's it's that kind of thing that we need to get the ball rolling on something like this. Yeah. Um, how can we successfully implement it in a in a reasonable time frame? And I think we just need to make sure that we're informed, the consumers are informed. When you look at a food label, you should not be confused about it. You need to know what's going into your systems, macronutrients, micronutrients, because we need those nutrients in order to survive. So if you're just eating foods with uh, empty... Calories, or what we call it, empty calories that don't have many nutrients, then you're not doing yourself any favors. Yeah. You need to make sure that your diet is nutrient rich, and that when you look at a food label, ask a professional. Sometimes grocery stores will have people there. Um, you know, a- ask ask a kinesiologist like us. Um, see what you're getting out of your foods, and then you may need to reevaluate things and kind of kind of go from there.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it's getting your biggest bang for your buck when it comes to your meals and, mm-hmm. and thinking about it that way. Like, you know, I want to enjoy this much. But I want to get the best from it. So it's yeah. making meals and enjoying yourself when you're making those meals. and yeah. yeah.
0: And I think it's kind of cool. I mean, always challenge yourself too, right? I mean, just because it is tough if you're eating. Um, I know uh, my, my brother-in-law and uh, his wife, uh, Sam and Jorley, they're down uh, in London this weekend. Uh, it's always tough when you're with family to to kind of get people on your side if you feel like you're uh you know straying away this is what we were talking about with exercise in the workplace with mm-hmm. people standing up and maybe doing a few exercises you're gonna look uh, you know uh, kind of silly yeah kind of silly or or you don't want people to judge you but really take a stand because this is your health this is the health of your family your friends. Uh, make sure you know what you're eating. Make sure that you're well informed and challenge yourself on it. make Make a stand. Go to the grocery store. Say, I'm I'm gonna buy the majority of my groceries in the produce section. Right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Take a walk around the perimeter of the grocery store before you go start going through the aisles. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. And uh, you know, it, it is very important because food is fuel, right? Yeah. I, I use this analogy before. You wouldn't put bad gasoline in your car. No, you wouldn't put crappy oil in your car, right? So, yeah. um, we're we're about to wrap up here. We didn't have any callers this hour. I guess it's because Pete wasn't here, the baby face. <laughs> um, but that's okay. We want to encourage you guys, uh, even if you have some questions. Ron at Medpoint.ca. Uh, you can always call us at the office five one nine four three two one nine one nine. And of course, we're going to be posting some of these articles on our Facebook fan page. So I want to direct people people that way as well. Um, I think when it comes down to the to the bottom line of things, we need to make sure that we are educated on the matters. If you're not sure, don't go on information that somebody told you that you think is true from ten, you know, fifteen years ago, or or even just yesterday. Right? Find the answers, find the facts, and and do some digging, and and you'll you'll benefit from it. Right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely make sure you're getting the right information there.
0: Yeah. So check out our services. It's medpoint.ca. Uh, that that does it for today's show. Thank you, Kate.
1: Thank you, Ron.
0: And uh, we'll be joining you next week. So uh, tune in then. Remember, it's your health. It's your time. This is Ron Young signing off. You've been listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health. Listen back next Saturday morning at 930 for a new episode on AM 980 or check out past shows on our website at am980.ca.